ladies and gentlemen, welcome to A Young Flame. Uh, today, we have me, Declan Shea. We have the guy to in front of me is But right. you can't see me. I'm Max Ventura. And though you can't see him either, to my right, we have Daniel. Daniel Houghton. AKA James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like to call Good him. crack of the knuckles. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't know what this podcast will look like uh, in the first couple episodes, but today we're just going to be doing the pilot where we're explaining, I guess, how we really met each other and our stories um, in our walk with uh, Christ. Uh, for everyone listening, this is going to be a faith-based podcast, um, and, you know, hopefully we'll get some good stories and, you know, just hopefully. something else to listen to other than, you know, scrolling on social media and finding really stuff that doesn't We don't ha- really need to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, instead of listening to people on TikTok, you can listen to our voices. Our, our, our great voices. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's the thing that really made me, like, happy to do this idea was the fact that, like, you know, Christians don't really, like, outside of, like, you know, Youth Group or Sunday, they don't really have that much. They just, you know, they can look up sermons. But it's, like, I feel that that's There's not the, really, that's not, I don't know, fitting for the, it's not that it's not fitting. It's just people feel like, uh, why would I do that? It's like, you know, they'd rather just scroll on social media or something like that or watch YouTube. But it's like, you know, just give them something else than, you know, because... Repetitive Christian songs that just yeah. repeat the same words over and over Yeah, because scrolling on Instagram is just so bad. It <laughs> it's it's yeah. just it, it's so... a mental. different outlet. It's not YouTube. It's a podcast, so it's something yeah. you can listen to anywhere. You can, While you're working. Yeah, you can drive That's in the car. Yeah. But, uh, the, the, yeah, like Declan said, this is just our pilot. We're just going to be introducing ourselves for a little bit um and just uh we're gonna talk about why we wanted to do this a bit and talk about uh what we what we think we want to have happen with this and i don't know we're just gonna have a good time with it because that's the goal we want to have is have a good time here talk about jesus because we love him and uh we want other people to love him because he's awesome so yep our youth group our youth group slogan is uh to know jesus and to make him known so we definitely want to do that. Uh, so I'll start. Uh, I'm Declan. A I am a 16 year old. Oh my gosh, I'm 16. I'm so young. <laughs> I go to. I'm a junior in high school. Uh, I met both of them through our youth group. Um, I met Max through our thing at our church called Crew. Um, we met through a mutual friend named Elias. And he was like, hey, do we want to invite Max? And I was like, sure. Because honestly, I don't remember much of him. I know I've interacted with him. I just don't remember anything. So, yeah. And then being in this uh, crew, you know, we got to really know each other and become really good friends. Uh, Daniel, the first memory I have with Daniel is my eighth grade summer Hume, his seventh grade summer Hume. We were both on top bunks and I would be... Oh, I remember this. <laughs> this is a good story. Yeah, I would be, um, you know, being funny and I'd just go up to his uh, bed going, Daniel, yeah, Declan's Daniel. being funny is... And just creep on Everyone else is terrified. Him. Yeah. Hilarious at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you were when terrified. You were like... Dude, uh. you hated it. And then I gave you a flashback at one week and you're like, I swear, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. I met... Daniel, long before I met you, uh, Daniel was still living over the hill from me, where I could see your house on the hill. I um, met you. No, I think I met you before then. Yeah, maybe even beforehand. I think it's that like the first year. I yeah, moved here, I met but you. Uh, the first like 
solid memory I have was my mom coming over to talk with your mom and us sitting out by a pool with the cover on it. Uh, yeah. And me just trying to copy your mom's accent because that's the type <laughs> of kid I was. <laughs> um, it's the most max thing I've heard. Yeah, I. that's the way I work. Uh, first memory I have of Declan, probably my eighth grade retreat weekend. I just remember seeing him. You you probably wouldn't remember. I was with a whole different group of people. But I remember seeing him building his sled for the cardboard box sled competition. And I don't really remember interacting with him very much. But I don't know. We kind of, like you said, we talked to our friend Elias. And now we're buds. So Yeah, and if you guys don't know what camp we're talking about, there's a place called Hume that uh, uh, we go on retreats to quite often. Fantastic. It's a really fun, fantastic yeah. place. You definitely check out. Check it out. Um, yeah, it's really fun. So I th- I can't remember when I first met Declan. I've known you for a while, I think. More than I think you know, because I've known you, I think, maybe since 56ers. That would make sense, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's crazy to see how you've kind of changed over time and your... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 56ers, yeah. Was right. a, it's, yeah, it's, 56ers was a crap show. Yeah, it was quite interesting to see you now versus then. Oh, yeah. And no. then, I think the word is matured. Yes, it's a very but, good word. Well... Getting there, but yeah, definitely mature. I mean, more than yeah. Also, for context, Daniel to my left is a uh, sophomore at Bethel High School. Yeah, and Max is a senior at senior. Abbott Tech. Yeah. I'm 18. I'm I'm the oldie here. Daniel, you are also 16, correct? Yeah. Yes. So Max is the oldie. Um, also, we want to shout out the guy in the room uh, who's you know got us all together. Good old Steve Bastura. I don't know how to say your last name, <laughs> but good old Steve. Uh, we love him, and we thank you for all the stuff that he's done. Yeah, pushing us to do this, really, because yeah. I, had, I had had this sort of free-floating, not-pinned-down idea of doing a podcast for, like, uh, maybe maybe two years, but, like, it was it was such a daunting task that you needed, like, time and resources to set up that I did not have, but we we Steve finally got us all together, and he was like, hey, you should do this. Here's how I'm going to help you. And he helped us, and now we're doing it. So, and yeah, I bet you'd actually say, like, it actually uh, was Daniel's mom that brought the idea to him. So, that was very nice of your mom, Daniel. And, um, yeah, I've, that's the same thing. It's like, I've had, I've, I've actually done a singular podcast before with my mates. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was over Discord, and it was very, very interesting. And, I mean, yeah, it just, there's a lot of work that goes into a podcast. Um, if you really want to make it, like, high quality. Yeah, that you don't really realize when you're listening to it yeah yeah it's... um i mean yeah, setting this whole entire thing up was interesting and the fact that like you know the, once again it's like i i would have done i would have been down to do it just how we're setting everything up and all that stuff is just like okay and i just wouldn't put the effort in so now that we're doing this it's like you know what this is sick putting the work putting yeah what's interesting is i'm kind of the opposite like i'd be down to do the work but i'm quite happy to sit back and watch yeah so it's that's why it, we have you doing this. Yeah, now. so yeah. it's like either way, we both bring different zone. perspectives to and ideas to the table. Yeah, different different personalities do different things, but yeah, it's the working together to form the one body that works in harmony. So yeah, another another thing that we can use in this podcast is that reference. But um, we're getting into the faith based faith based side of things. Um, I've been. Raised in a Christian home my whole life, um, a privilege that not many people have, but I'm very grateful for. Originally, 
gave my life to Christ when I was six, but I didn't really understand it then. Uh, and then did it later when I was 14, and I actually more understood the context of things. Um, but I've definitely had my ups and downs in my walk, but at the end of the day, I've, I've seen enough to know that what I believe in is true, and there's no denying that on my side of things. And I'm very grateful that I've been shown things that help me to realize the truth of what I believe in and like make it real for me because that's just a great way of using that and putting your faith into action. So that that's my side of things. But um, So yeah, I'm similar to Max. I was always raised in a fairly Christian household. Um, ever since I was young, I kind of went to church, went to Bible school and that kind of thing. But I think it's only over the last couple of years I really started taking it more seriously um, and started realizing the impact of God and how much you can really shine through your life. Yeah, that's actually, I think we were all raised in a Christian household. Um, but my parents were Christian and yeah, I would go to church every Sunday. I got baptized when I was like eight or nine, but I didn't really know what it meant. Um, I think I really started to like understand it, like really in my teen, like I want to say like 13, 12 um, that's when I really started to understand it. And I mean, like God has shown me so many great opportunities for both of these guys. They know, um, I, this summer, uh, well, not this summer, but like, you know, summer 2021, we went to back again to that summer camp, uh, Hume. Hume. And that was when Steve goes to us and goes, Hey, anybody want to tell the testimony, which I'm 99% sure he meant, Hey, anybody want to just recap their week? But like, I was like, I'll just turn my entire life Declan, story. Why Declan not? told us his amazing life story. Yeah, I told my entire life story, told my testimony, and within that found my desire to preach and speak. So I've given multiple sermons now. Does a great job um, every time. You give me my testimony in front of uh, the entire youth group, which, uh, and I hopefully have started a wave of students that, you know, want to give their testimonies and want to speak. Um, I know our actual youth pastor, Lance wants to get more and more students up there. I remember him and I talking that he wants to like have one entire series of youth group be purely student led. So it's definitely a, um, it was a, like a springboard. Yeah. Per se. And, uh, it's like, I've seen too many things to like, basically I cannot refute God's presence now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I've seen too many things and experienced too many things to, you know, really say that, you know, he does not exist. Like, that, that that's just, I cannot, like, agree with that. It's once once you're, uh, you don't even have to always be looking for the evidence for God to show up in your life. Because there's certainly stories of people who would just be, like, living their day-to-day lives. And then they just encounter God. That happens a lot, like, over in the Middle East with, like, um, and more Muslim-based communities because... They're they're very big believers in like encountering Muhammad and Allah through their dreams and stuff. So what what this what I've heard stories of is that they are more likely to encounter Jesus through dreams, and he'll like show up to them like when they're in prison, when they're in their homes, and he'll just completely change their lives because the way that they encounter him, they just know for a fact one hundred percent. There's no plausible reason they can deny this because they know it has to be true because of what they've seen and it's like seeing that in not exactly that but seeing things like that in my life it's just how how can i deny what i've seen 
And I think it doesn't even have to be the big things. So it's yeah. also small coincidence, or what we could call coincidences that are really God mm-hmm. kind of showing himself. Mm-hmm. It's like even just asking for him to show himself a day or like bless you, even though these small things you see, they're from God. Mm-hmm. They're not, things don't just line up like that. And the reoccurring topics that seem to keep popping up in your life and you need to hear them, you're like, ah, oh, I should be listening to this. I don't want to, but it's coming up for a reason. So you Yeah, no, it's not just by chance. Yeah. Yeah. I think Daniel also touched on a really good point. The fact that, like, you know, like, we, we like, none of us, I think, here and believe in coincidences. We all think, you know, that's God. Um, and it's, like, those small things that, like, someone who isn't a Christian or even, like, really deep in their faith actually understands. Like, the fact, like, uh, we're doing this, I'm doing this English final um, because it's finals week. Uh, for us and it's like this huge long project and uh, basically you pick a topic and you just do a bunch of research and do a bunch of things for it and uh, the topic I chose was actually Christianity and science and it all stemmed from a fact uh, that when we were doing a seminar for a book called Their Eyes Were Watching God um, which had little to do actually ironically with God um, but I ended up getting to like the Christianity and actually ended up, like, uh, like talking too much about that not focusing on the book and someone brought up a Stephen Hawking quote, which, if you know anything about Stephen Hawking, did not believe in Jesus whatsoever. Um, so, it, and the fact that I just remembered, because always in my head, I was like, oh yeah, Christian and science are not at all opposites. They actually very much like support each other and all yeah. that stuff. And uh, to remind myself the fact that, like, wait, people p- believe that these things don't at all coexist and that they are completely contradicting. It's like, I forgot about that. And it's stuff that you forget that you're so used to in a like a Christian mindset and a Christian household that like the general, you know, view person and the general view is completely different and completely like opposite of yours. Like the coincidences, if you brought up something like that, they'd be like, what? You're crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, as a Christian, you understand it and you understand, you know, those little things aren't random chances. They're God purposely putting your... Uh, putting something together so you can either talk to that person or, um, you know, start doing these things. But, yeah. It's it's, it's like the the image I I sometimes get is the the conspiracy theorist gift with, like, the guy who's in his closet and there's all the red yarn (laughs) on his pin board just, like, connecting all the points and he's freaking out. But, like, that's what God does is he, he weaves this thread through, like, all these events and they're all connected and sometimes we can't see the thread, but as soon as these things start popping up more and more often, we're like, oh, wait, there's that red line that's connecting yeah. I all think this. Yeah, it takes time. You can a lot yeah. easier like, look back at it and see, whoa, that's what God was doing. Oh, yeah, hindsight's like, twenty twenty. Yeah. But like especially with Christians, because like, you, you can go back in your life and be like, oh, that was God. And that, that there, that was him too. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. Other thing I want to touch on is, like, the rest of the world, like Declan was saying, aren't always Christian. They don't get what we're saying. And I find many times if you're in school or just out, when you encounter stuff like that, people are confused and very conflicted and don't know, like, I've been in times with teachers and that stuff, and I've written kind of theology papers, and they just tell me I can't do that, or it's, like, not what we're supposed to be writing about because it has some sort of religious ties. I think trying to find your feet in that is incredibly difficult. Yeah. Because they, they want you to, like, shut up. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, my voice cracked. Deal with it. <laughs> no, it's it's like they want you to keep they want you to keep your Christianity in a neat little box off in the corner. Don't bring it into the school. But 
what we're called to do is we're called to open 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 the box open like Pandora's that. box. Open like uh, there was that old song in VBS that we used to sing. It was like the little white box song. I'm not gonna sing it here because I don't feel like doing that. But it's like we're called to to share. I'll tell you later. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna sing it. Right now. <laughs> no, I think that would be amazing. Not. No, no, no but I'm not. No, I'm not singing this song. But we're uh, we're basically called to like op- open the box and show other people like what we have and how we're different because of it. Because like for me, I I try my best not to swear. Like that's that's one thing that I really try to hold myself to. And I'm obviously I'm not perfect. It happens sometimes, but that's something that people have noticed about me and they'll ask me about it sometimes. Like why don't you swear? Or like a more common one is why why don't you just drink why don't you sleep around like everyone else does because i'm called to a higher standard of living i don't Mm -hmm. think i'm better than you but like i don't i don't think that all these things are right in excess um or before a certain time so i keep myself at a higher standard because i want to honor the way that i'm living and i want to honor who i'm living for by yeah. doing that. I think you know, it's not necessarily stand, it's like what you get fulfilled by. Yeah. yeah. You don't feel fulfilled by swearing mm-hmm. or drinking. All these other things yeah. that the world says is good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think and that's another thing I'm really excited with this podcast about is that the fact that, you know, we're kids and living in the world that we live in right now is hard. Like, being a Christian in itself is already hard, but living in 2022 as a high schooler is so difficult and the town that you know that we are all in and the state that we're all in is just like you know talking about any religious things in school is very like a whoa what are you doing kind of thing like very hey don't do that and hey you're not supposed to do that but it's like you know jesus and other christians gave their lives because they believe in their faith because you know there are countries that where it's illegal to read the bible and they'll still, you know, try to, they'll still illegally read the Bible and die for the faith. They, it's like, so other people are willing to die just to read the Bible. It's like, you know, why are we so afraid to say it in school? You know, why shouldn't we just, you know, be proud of it? And, you know, we don't have to hide in this area. It's not a bad thing. Sure, people will judge you. So what? They haven't experienced Jesus yet. As soon as they experience Jesus, they will want to share it as well. Like, yeah, it's, it's, and it's a really incredible thing. It's, it's still the... I I agree with that. Yes, but it's like still yeah, people people will judge you and yeah. like and especially where we are in in our time, you know. It's like that's you know, and I'm, and I'm not saying like, you know, oh, no, no, I, no, I, I know like, I know you're not discrediting that, but like that, that is a real struggle that I I myself have struggled Same with. with. But I think everyone does. It's 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 the knowing where your identity is in spite of what people judge you by. Like yeah. it sucks. It's going to suck, but at the end of the day, we can fall back on Jesus knows us, Jesus has called us, and Jesus loves us no matter what we can do or what we can say because as long as we are trying our best and going after him and living as he calls us, he's going to respect that and he's going to be proud of us. Like yeah. He's, yeah. And I definitely think the more you mature— mm. Like the more you go along and the more the more you dive into your faith, the, the more you mature you and the more like you know you start becoming like these habits become normal to you, and everyone is like, wait, what are you what are you doing? Why are you doing that? It's like it seems odd to them, and it seems like, you know, what the heck? And it's like you're just like, oh, I forgot. This is now not a normal thing because you know I'm dive so deep into my faith. I don't care what you know say people think. It's like, yeah. 
I I was not very open with my faith, and it's just like now it's like you know I'm speaking it out and posting it on my public story, and people are like my cousin who like isn't even in the state and was on the other side of the country is like, oh yeah, no, he's very passionate about that stuff. He's very uh you know uh devoted in his faith, and it's just like seeing like people that, and it's just like you know I was like, oh yeah, I forgot people. That's probably the image that they see, and it's just like. I mean, hey, if you want to, if I'm known as the weird Christian kid, call me the weird Christian kid because you know what? I'm going to do my own thing and it's just like most likely the people that judge me aren't going to be the ones that I see in my daily life. Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, so, so you're saying like how people see it. A lot of people see it as a religion, mm-hmm. but it's more of a relationship. Yeah. It's not a thing we do every Sunday mm-hmm. or go to every Tuesday. It's something we choose to do every day. So it's a relationship with God, not just something, reading our Bible for 30 minutes. It's the praying. conscious choice yeah. Yeah. to be doing that. It should mm-hmm. become our um, second nature, as, as if we were breathing and blinking for God. Like, that's how easy it should become for us. And I'm not saying that it's always going to be easy, because it's certainly not. Like, it, it is hard, but when we can get to that point where... Our joy and our identity can overcome whatever the world throws at us. That that's 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 a really good place to be. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys hear when you hear God doesn't want more religion? God wants relationship. If that wasn't heard, uh, we were just asked, "What do you guys hear when God doesn't want more religion? God wants more relationship." Cer- certainly, I see it as it's not uh, a doctrination type thing where it's just. Uh, get your marching orders you go here you do that you check off your list every day it's you're it's a it's a person it's someone you're going to be talking to as closer than a brother it's your your heavenly father essentially that's and you need to maintain that relationship because if you it's like any earthly relationship if you don't maintain it it's not going to last and i certainly want this relationship to last yeah the way i the way i think of it is like Imagine your best friend, right? Like picture him, picture him or her in in your brain right now, and that multiply that by ten, and that's who God is. It's like if you never talk to your best friend or you never listen to your best friend, are they your best friend? No, because you know you're not interacting with them. Like it's a relationship. If you treat them like you know they're this one person or this idol, for example, like you say you treat like a celebrity, like LeBron James will say, you know, it's an idol. You 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 can say all about him. But you're not necessarily like what you're not talking with him. It's not necessarily you're not like friends with him. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 more religion. That's like you know idolizing someone and you know doing like oh like you know this person told me you know I gotta work up I gotta get up at six a.m. and work out and stuff. It's just like that's that's more of like idols. Like if you really want a relationship or a friendship, it's like you know God's your friend. Like I think that's often like not said. God's your best friend. He he listens to everything you say. And knows everything about you. And just, like, he wants to get to know you. Like, our God is an envious God. He wants you. And he wants every single person that's listening to this podcast right now. Like, he loves everyone. And it's, like, the fact that, you know, if if you need to... It's a relationship. It's not, like, you know... And that's also, I feel like... Because when we pray, for example, a lot of people will be like, Hey, God, help me with this. Hey, thank you for this. Blah, 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 blah. Amen. They'll never take the time to sit and listen to God. They'll never 
actually try to hear what God's saying. And then because for a lot of people, they don't even know you can hear from God. They think, oh, uh, you know, I got to make sure I keep doing my Bible, keep doing this, keep doing this. Or, oh, gosh, like, you know, I, I got to like the, the thing I think Christianity is Christians often think, you know, we got to be perfect. And they have to think everyone else is also perfect. And it's like, I think that's a huge misconception. It's like, look, we are sinners. We are going to mess up every single hour. Like, every single minute, I'd argue, because thoughts count as sin, you know? Like, you think a lot of stuff, like, in in a minute. So it's just like, I mean, if you if you, if you your thoughts were out loud, would you, <laughs> would you would you be where you are right now? And the answer is no, because, you know, you thought about some horrible stuff. Like, and that's just a fact for anybody. And we're not, we're not condemning you by any means, shape, or form, but it's like, it's the realism. I, I have... I have thoughts I'm ashamed of. Like it's it's a real part of life, but mm-hmm. it's it's the knowing that your thoughts don't control you. Yeah, and I want to touch. So we were talking about like religion versus friendship. In this friendship with God, He gives us free will to have these thoughts. Yeah. He gives us, He lets us have these. Mm-hmm. It isn't something He's made like marching orders. We have the free will to do whatever we want. We don't condemned to follow Him. Yeah. It's our choice, and we do it out of what we love to do. But we aren't condemned or made to do any of this. Yeah, it's so free. It, if it if it if there wasn't free will, it wouldn't be love. Exactly. That's, that's that's that's. I remember hearing that. I remember asking in sixth grade, sixth grade, sixth grade to our uh, our fifty sixers pastor, Pastor Greg, like, <laughs> why doesn't God just get rid of Satan? Why doesn't God just get rid of all evil? And his point was, because then we wouldn't love God. Yeah. You know, it's it's a choice because love is a choice. If it's forced, is it love? No. It's it's like going going back to the the, the thoughts thing. It's like let do not be mm, I can't remember what it is, but the the second part of the the sentence is but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's that's something that I remember because uh our our minds are nuts. They're they're human, obviously, and our minds are nuts and some are certainly more nuts than others, but it's it's the asking talking to God at the end of the day and just being like, I need you to renew my mind, renew my spirit, help me to to get back on track to living wholly for you, to devoting my whole, every waking minute, every sleeping minute life to you, God, because that's, that's what I want. Like, and if, if, if you're, if you're slipping up and you need a renewing of your mind, all you have to do is just talk to God. Because he can do that for you. He's he's already done it for me. It's happened multiple times for me. I'll be I'll have one of those nasty thoughts, and I'll just be like, "All right, God, take this thought captive. Take every thought captive. Release me from this because I don't need this with me. And let me help me to focus back on you." But I don't know. that 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 helps me just like remembering that ver- those verses and just uh, it's a freeing feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. It's like weights being lifted off. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the next thing we can talk about is the direction of this podcast. Which <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just went on like a ten minute. I mean, uh, that's what podcasts are for. Yeah, it's just these the, tangents, it's, it's which I mean that's what thing. I was gonna this get into. Really cool, it's the fact that but... you know, we may have I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna have certain topics yeah. of the podcast and you know, we're just gonna go on tangents like we just did. I mean, we just went on a tangent about relationships and religion with God. Like, I don't even remember how that started. Like, I'm just being honest. I don't remember how that started. And we can listen to it later. Yeah, it's like all I remember <laughs> is you know talking about you know how we you know became Christians, and then it's like oh we're talking about the fact that it's like religion versus relationship. Like, you know, we we will go on those tangents, and I mean that's what podcasts are about, and I think that's what everyone likes about podcasts. I, you know that they're, they're free flow conversation. Tan- I wouldn't even call it a tangent though, because like 
It's tangents a, is like someone like ranting about something they're upset about, but this was more like a really good. It's, it's a conversation. A free, it's a free floating conversation. That's what yeah, it's it a conversation. Is. And I think um, as well, we're gonna have guests on here. We're gonna have um, some of people that we respect and that we know um, very well, and definitely have them on and definitely talk about you know other stuff. And I think you know that's the beauty of this podcast that it's just gonna be very free flowing and it's gonna be wherever you know wherever God takes us, wherever God yeah. takes us with this podcast, wherever you know what we do with this podcast, what we talk about. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, and I think you know I, I like I, I came up with the name of Young Flame because the fact that you know we are all relatively young, no matter how old we want to say we are, Max. Listen. That we're, we're, we are young. <laughs> compared, you're not even the oldest one in this room. Didn't um, say that. Uh, what's it called? But it's like you know we're all very young, and I think you know when I when, when I heard this image, the the one thing I kept getting in my head was like you know. God lighting this fire, this passion in our heart to just talk about and, you know, to help others just mm. listen to something else than whatever, you know, crappy thing that they have going on in their life that it's just kind of this escape where they can just, you know, listen to this background and realize, hey, maybe I need to do this. Hey, um, you know, oh, this is really good. And just certain things that they like that, um, that they really can use in their daily life. Because, I mean, like... For us, we have our. We I'd say we are like as a as our church, we are more active than the general population because I think the general population of Christians go to church Sunday. That's it. We have youth group Tuesdays and we have a lot of events otherwise, like throughout the month. But like two times a week isn't necessarily enough for like any Christian that Certainly wants to really, not. really like be you know have be in that relationship with God. Like you, it's it should be a daily thing. So it's like whatever you can listen to, whatever you can you know read the Bible. It's like because as much as like you know we can talk about you know oh listen to our podcast whatever like and like you know shameless promoting than that. Hey, like, listen to this podcast <laughs> if you're not already. You should go like, listen to it. Like some of the part comes to you know reading the Bible. Like yeah. that's 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 huge as you know. Reading what God says and, you know, spending time with him, not, you know, it's like we can tell you, like, the thing that um, Steve mentions to us all the time is that, you know, he can speak into us, he can do whatever in our lives, but we have to actually go make the effort to do it. If you're not making effort, you're not doing anything. Yeah. It's it's the path, it's yeah. singing back into passivity. Yeah, the phrase I always like to use is like, you know, God can open as many doors. It's your job to walk through it. Mm. Yeah. And it's going back to that friend thing. You don't talk to your best friend twice a week. You talk to him whenever you have free time, whenever you're not doing anything else. Well, for guys, sometimes that can be the situation. But like some other other times, you definitely need to be talking to that person like multiple times a week. Like I can I can go a week without talking to my best friend, come back. Yo, what's up? And we're fine. But like. Obviously, you you need you need to you need to be putting in more than just a once a week effort with God. Because if you want to do once a week effort with God, you can just go to church on Sundays. You don't you don't even have to to really put in that much effort. But like if you really want to have that deep relationship with God, you have to be like putting in the hours and looking and hearing for Him from Him and just that's again that's the whole relationship point. God's God's not a vending machine. Yeah, using. That song lyric from NF being my eighth grade self again, but like, it's it's that's the case that often happens is when people are praying, they're just like, "Dear God, thank you for this day. Help me to do this. Help me with this. Keep this person safe. Bless this day. Yada yada yada." And I'm not like invalidating those prayers, but like, prayer should be a little bit deeper than that if you're really trying to dig into this faith thing, because it is more as a relationship. It's a conversation. It should be fluid like this. And even though you're not always hearing an audible response, like I've never heard anything audible, you will 
encounter things that's God speaking back into you, that he's using to speak back into you. So do you guys believe that friendship and relationship is void of experience? I, Steve is asking, do you guys believe that God wants you to have an experiential relationship? I, I think it's part experience and part of like actual awareness that it's a relationship. Because I think a decent amount of Christians see it as a religion. Like even if they are a Christian, they see it as a religion. They don't actually see it as a relationship. And I, but I mean, also I think experiential is like definitely very useful. The fact that, you know, it is, it, 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 I mean, the more experiences you have, the stronger your friendship becomes. I mean, uh, I think, you know, Max, how many times, how many, how many moments have, like, you know, our group had? And that's how strong of friends we are because of how many moments we've had. Yeah. And but, it's just like, I can't say the same thing about, you know, my school friends because, you know, I haven't had as many moments. And it's like, and they don't have, like, you know, but I mean, it I think it definitely comes It shouldn't down, be but. only experiential yeah. relationship because if you're only uh in an experiential friendship with a friend if you're not doing anything that's super cool or super exciting you're not gonna want to be with them it's like that person who only calls you when they're doing something and they're like hey i need a person to come you want to go do this sure why not it'll be fun it's it's the it's the relationship that you want to have where you can just sit down and just sit with that person i've had my fair share of calling someone and just them needing me to just sit on the phone with them, not even saying anything. I've had to do that too with other people. It's it's the sitting in the other person's presence thing. That's that's a way that I know that I'm really good friends with someone is when like I can just sit with them, not say anything, and it's still a great time. Because that's that's what I I've had that with God before. That's that's something that's definitely happened to me. Like I can feel His presence with me, and I'm just sitting in it, and I'm talking to Him through it, and it's great. But I think the other part of it is faith is like not necessarily always seeing, but it's believing. It's believing in spite of not yeah, seeing. Yeah, in spite, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So like sometimes God will never leave you, but it will purposely not give you as much experiences to almost test you sometimes and kind of build you and make you a stronger Christian. It's a metaphor that I, I've, someone else said, um, Pastor Rick Warren, but it's one that I like to use now that he said it. It's the the teacher is silent during the test because mm. there will be times when God will definitely be testing us. But be, because we need to do it, we need to be able to go into it completely trusting in him that he's there to help us if we need him. But knowing that we can do it with his help through that test and he'll he'll be there. He'll be watching you through that night. But he is always present. And even in spite of the tests, even when you can't really see him because he's there. Let's just speaking into that. He was like, I don't believe personally that God expects us to have a relationship. Like I told you guys, if you just believe and you have faith, you have strong faith without ever experiencing it. Yeah. My walk. Yeah. Uh, I believe that God wants you to experience it. But at what point are you just asking God for things? Well, yeah, it's it's not it's not inherently only an experience experiential relationship it's also it's the relationship and experiences because i've had both aspects in my in my faith walk i mean if you're technically saying like oh you know because anybody who believes in jesus as the lord and savior will go to heaven technically that can be not even go to heaven thing. just like be saved from all condemnation yeah exactly it's like technically if you're it's like if your relationship is just saying oh i believe in jesus christ as my lord and savior not doing anything like you know 
Like, you can't, you, you might not even, like, go to church every Sunday and just believe, oh, yeah, I believe Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. You can still go to heaven, and you can, you know, and you can still experience eternal life with them. So, it's not, it's, it's not 100% experimental, but if, you know, if you really want that deep relationship, it is, um, that. Like, I feel like it is definitely some, you know, experiential stuff. Let me ask you guys this. Okay, so, if Daniel, okay, use Daniel and I. <laughs> yeah. Daniel never has experience with me. Does he have a relationship with me? Steve, Steve's asking if Daniel, who's sitting across the room from him, never had an experience with him, would he have a relationship with him? Which does bring up a very fair point. You do need to have experiences with someone to have a relationship with them. The, they, they work, uh, what's the word? Hand in hand. Hand in hand, connected with each other. They're, Joined with each other. Yes, yeah. They, they work together. Um, but it can't be... Strictly one and not the other. Um, you you can't serve two masters. That's that's said in the Bible too. Yeah, but this is this is more not on that topic. But this is just like it, you can't have one without the other. They need to work together to. Well, I guess that kind of defeats the purpose of what I just said. They need to be working together, both of them at the same time, for you to actually have that real raw relationship. With I God. mean, this also shows like. Being a Christian is not an not a textbook thing. Yeah, it's very darn complicated, and it's very. Like, you're always gonna be learning. Yeah, you're you, always like, gonna be you learning. You can. The the thing. This is the beauty about being. You know, having a relationship with God that you can search your entire life, your entire life, and try to know as much as God, and you still won't know the tip of the iceberg. You my, still won't know. My great grandmother. We were cleaning out her apartment. Um, she she died a couple months ago, but we were cleaning out her apartment. And we found, I think it was four different Bibles just completely filled with notes and highlights, all different colors. It's like, because she, she must, oh my, it's like amazing to me because she must have gone through each of those Bibles at least four different times and highlighted new things every time. And she did that with four more Bibles. And she was like, I think she was 86 when she died. So if an 86-year-old who I don't think became a Christian until her 30s, if an 86-year-old who was a Christian in her 30s went through the Bible, what is that, 16, 18 different times, and was always finding something new, how much more can be shown to us starting at this younger age than than that? And not only this young age, but like in heaven in general. Yeah. Like one of the great things that, you know, I... I mean, it's not, it's well, something I think about. It's just like, you know, once we get to heaven, one of the first things God will do is show you, like, all the opportunities that you could have, like, that you technically missed on, which is like, it sounds like a bad thing. And it's like, you know, like, oh, I don't want to miss out on opportunities. But at the same time, you know, it it's cool to, like, you know, see, like, God is, presents so many opportunities and God has so many different, like, God has so many plans for you. And it's just like, he, he is amazing. Like, there's truly not enough to know about him. There's not enough words, like, our human selves can't describe how good God is. Mm. Like, that's how good he is. You, you don't want to get to heaven and realize you missed out on all these amazing things that God had for you. Yeah. But knowing that there is all these amazing things that God has for you and all you have to do is trust in him, Yeah. That that's, like, amazing to me. Because yeah. I want to have all those experiences. I want to see amazing things happen. I think it brings back to the relation bit. If you have a strong relationship with him, he'll reveal amazing things and open doors you can never expect. But unless you, like, dig deep into that and dive into it, you'll never be able to get to that point and see everything that God has for you. I mean, hypothetically, yeah, we can end it here because this is, I think, been about 42-ish minutes. All right. All right so let's do this. Dan, you want to press up? 
Sure. Oh, for the recording. Good job, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Lord, uh, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for the chance to meet here and record this podcast. It's been a lot of planning and scheduling, but I'm so glad we're here. I pray this reaches the right people who need to hear it. Uh, that people who are listening receive this message and they comprehend it and hear from you through it. I pray this podcast can go far and it will go with you. Um, we're not doing this on our own, we're doing it with you. And um, you'll give words and encouragement through this. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to A Young Flame, and we will see you next episode on whatever topic we talk about. Who knows? It's going to be a fun adventure. I'm, I'm It'll be a fun adventure. It. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. Oh. So, yeah. yeah we should, From we should get some... me, Max, and Dan, Yeah, we say peace out. Peace. Adios. Peace out. Woo. Woo. Yeah, the first episode done.